0: Yesterday and deep into last night in Florida, and according to both sides, some progress was made, nothing was done, nothing's really close to being done. Which leaves today as the owner's self-imposed deadline day to avoid losing games. My fingers are crossed, but probably not the way most people's are. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovatovich of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. Comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Penguins wherever you found this particular episode. This is it. This is probably as close as these two sides will come to a real pivoting point in this whole dispute. I really believe that. Because if the owners get through today, and I don't even know if this is their goal, but just hear me out. If they get through today without a deal, without something that they okay, and remember, they're in charge, it's their business, they set the work rules, that's how it goes in labor, then that is the beginning of this getting ugly. And as longtime listeners here can attest, I've been predicting for quite a while that this needed to get ugly before there to be any kind of inclination to correct what's really wrong with this sport and that means restoring financial competitive balance. If that's a hard salary cap like what they have in the NFL and NHL, so be it. If it's some hybrid version like what they have in the NBA, great. If it's what the owners proposed at the very beginning, meaning going back to last August, which was to keep the existing competitive balance tax threshold and then just adding a floor, (laughs) the players, for some insane reason, aren't in favor of this, even though it would make them a ton more money because, you know. Philosophy and Scott Boris and whatever else. Or it could just be something completely new. Something creative. Something nobody's thought of before since baseball needs to feel special. Go ahead. Rack your brains. Think of something. You've got all day. I don't care if the owners win. I don't care if the players win. My only interest in this... Is that a more fair system emerges? That's it. Ironically, the biggest beneficiaries of this fair system, I believe, would be the players, but it doesn't sound like there's any hope of convincing anyone on that, particularly when the national baseball media is an odd combination of ignorant slash complicit on this particular subject. They have no idea how caps work, how cap systems work, because they don't pay attention to any sports other than baseball. And they're complicit by just going along with everything they hear from the players and agents. I have never seen something like this in sports journalism in my years of being part of it. But is that going to happen today? I don't think so. I don't think so. I have a... It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. My bad feeling, in stark contrast to that of pretty much the entire baseball establishment, would be that this just gets settled. They just finish crossing their T's and dotting their I's and moving to a literal middle number between the numbers that they've proposed on their various really inconsequential things they've been debating about, like the second and third years of arbitration and draft lotteries and $5,000 here or there when it comes to minimum salaries. This is the stuff they've been haggling over. The last couple of days in particular down there. And if that's all they figure out, then nothing changed. Not one thing changed in this system. If anything, it only becomes further entrenched that the haves will get away with murder because they were just part of a labor process concentrated almost all of its competitive balance energy on punishing the teams with the least revenue, meaning the draft lottery and stuff like that. And that'll be the end of it. That'll be, depending on how many years they agree to have a a, a pact, it could be five, who knows, could be ten. But that'll be it. They will have made a collective institutional decision that teams like the Pirates and the Reds and the Royals and the Marlins and the Rays and all the other ones that you know about and the Brewers, the other ones that legitimately don't have revenue comparable or even close to most of the rest of baseball. They just don't matter. They just don't matter. And for anyone who asks, well, why doesn't baseball, meaning Major League Baseball, meaning Rob Manford's office, just get on the horn and tell Bob Nutting and the other owners whose payrolls are down in the Pirates' range, hey, listen, you got to step up. You got to spend more than that. The answer to it is, and you're going to think this is nuts, but it's true, is that it's not something that can happen without it having been collectively bargained. Baseball is not in any kind of position to tell Nutting to spend more. I, I mean, I suppose Manfred could you know, have some sort of off-the-record finger-wag session. But if it gets out that he did, then he violated the CBA. And even though the players would benefit from it, And this is going to strike you as totally wacko. They would file a grievance because it would be baseball attempting to impose unilaterally a cap type system, meaning ceiling slash floor. They already have the ceiling. They just don't have the floor. And if baseball goes around trying to create a floor without the player's permission, the players who would stand to gain all of the money would grieve. That's how insane this is. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I'm holding out hope here. I am. I'm a glass half full or two-thirds full type of person in life. And maybe by the end of today, we will have seen everything down there go completely to hell, meaning in Jupiter. And baseball will have a chance. Baseball will have a chance. When we come back, just one question. Welcome back, it's time for J1Q, and today's comes from Tyler who asks, what are we even doing here? I supported the owners in a lockout and was willing to give up games if the goal was to improve competitive balance across the league. I can't support it if we're just penny-pinching, and that's what it looks like from afar. Yeah, (laughs) that's it, Tyler. That's it. Show me the first microscopic slice of evidence to suggest that these owners are looking for anything other than hey, we kind of like the way things were and we're going to do everything that we can to either keep it that way or make it a little bit better for us. That's it. That's it. All of these discussion points, all of the back and forth all week long in Jupiter has been arbitration uh, going from year three to year two, uh, minimum salary, uh, the competitive balance uh, tax, meaning the upper threshold, incrementally budging in one direction or the other. Not one new concept has arisen, not one. And if there are any that'll point toward leveling off payrolls in any form, I haven't seen it, not since the very, very first proposal. So you're entitled, as is anyone, to take a side, whichever side they want. You said that you're on the side of the owners. It sounds to me like you're more uh, in, in the camp that I've been describing with my own stance. And that's not so much on the side of the owners, but just on the side of making the system fairer, whatever that happens to entail. I feel like I've made Cases that were just as strong for why a salary cap would benefit the players and arguably the players more than the owners because of the floor, because of the expanded revenue sharing, because you would force cheap teams like the Pirates to spend up to a certain level. And you know what? Their money is as green as the Dodgers money. All of it enriches the players. All of it makes the players equal recipients in the game's growth. Oh, and another thing, the players get to look at the owner's books. This happens in the NFL, the NHL, and the NBA because of their systems. They don't just arbitrarily wait for the owners to say how much revenue there was and then say, let's have our 50%. They get in there They dig and they see all of the revenue that comes in. Baseball players, the baseball union has no such right. And to everyone's best estimates, as a result, baseball players get about 40% of all baseball revenues, whereas in the NFL, NHL, and NBA, they get 50% plus. So you could very easily be on the player's side and be passionately in favor of a salary cap. But that would require not having Scott Boris involved in the process and pretty much owning certain components of the process and worrying only about the very, very, very upper crust of players and what they get paid. Why? Because... He represents most of those guys. What are they doing, Tyler, to try to answer your question? I don't know. I don't know. I do know that if they get some kind of deal done by today, their self-declared deadline to avoid losing any games from the 2022 season, it sure doesn't sound like something that'll move this specific needle in one direction or the other. That is a deep, deep disappointment here. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We will do another one tomorrow.